My handle is Jonathan Blade. Welcome to my podcast. So, my friend Ray Bullock is back in the house. Uh, we're going to talk about some Star Wars. Now, Star Wars has a very interesting association for me just because it is the IP of my generation, but I don't love Star Wars. I didn't see any of the original movies in the theater, and I saw the toys and had the toys. Actually, no, I had Battlestar Galactica toys, so I didn't even have the toys. So, Star Wars doesn't hold the same special place in my heart that it does for other people in my generation. I saw all the Star Wars movies as, as ABC's Sunday Night Blockbuster. That's how I saw all the original Star Wars movies, so... I haven't seen much of the new animated series. I've seen some clips on YouTube, and I've seen an episode here or there, but I don't have the same association that <coughs> my peers do. So this will be interesting. This should be educational for me. So, Ray, why did you yes. want to talk about uh, the violence in these newer Star Wars TV shows, the Clone Wars, the Rebels, versus uh, violence as presented in the... Star Wars cinematic universe. Well, uh, the cinematic universe has its violence, but before we jump into that, uh, you had Battlestar Galactica as opposed to Star Wars. Yeah, um... nerd. <laughs> and I, like... I am, I am a nerd, but nerd. I like the Vipers. <laughs> I thought the Vipers were cool. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a cool yeah. spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on TV, I... so I could see it. I, 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 I had lightsabers, and you had a friend. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> I was actually a Star Trek guy. I was, I was oh, big I... into Star Trek. I actually saw the original Star Trek movie in the theater, even though I didn't see any of the Star Wars in the theaters. So that's probably oh. you know, why I have the relation. To, well, also because Star Trek is more about the science and the adventure of it as it relates to science and that hopefulness yeah. of the future yeah. and stuff. But yeah, so yeah, Star Wars is special to a lot of people. I don't have that same experience. And and that's fair. I mean, no, no you were brought up wrong, but that's not <laughs> the point. <clears throat> I, but I'm also a, I'm a Star Trek fan. I don't understand the rift, if ever there is a legitimate rift between Star Wars and Star Trek, you know, hating on each other. I don't. I don't get that, but uh, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, in quarantine, like we all are, we're binge-watching a lot of stuff, and I saw... Clone Wars, and I saw Rebels, and I figured, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I I was drawn to it, one, because Star Wars stories, and unlike a lot of other folks out there, I actually enjoy the new movies. But I was watching it, and first thing that popped in my head was, this is just like when Jim Henson passed away, and all of the Muppets sounded weird. <laughs> because all the characters that I've known, they sound weird. Uh, it's It's really strange, but I was noticing, like, in the first couple of episodes, they were shooting people. Uh, and They weren't blowing up droids like they were in the film. And I, I kind of think they went with the droid route in the film, so, you know, you didn't see a lot of people get killed, like the stormtroopers and all that. Uh-huh. But they're, they're straight up killing a lot of the clones. They're killing off other characters. And not, not oh, Duke's gone into a coma because of the <laughs> cobra that went through his chest type of thing. They're... They're getting shot. They're getting run through. Uh, yeah, I noticed the, I, uh, the run through yeah. theme. Uh, yeah, I noticed that as I was looking through uh, clips and episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess it's just because uh, I'm a lifelong animator watcher, as as you are as well. Uh, but I, I guess I, I was just weaned on the whole, oh, no, 
Cobra didn't die when his plane exploded. <laughs> you can see his parachute off in the distance and that that type of thing, you know? Yeah, but there there is there is you know <clears throat> violence. Basically, what I noticed in looking at clips for the 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 two animated shows is that the violence that they show in the animated shows they're just variations of the violence that you find specifically in the cinematic movies. So, as far as somebody being run through with a lightsaber, I think we see that once or twice. But uh, something that we see a, a couple times is people getting their heads chopped off which happens over and over again in those animated shows. Uh, and yeah. people's, people getting their hands cut off is shown a few times in the movies and also happens in the animated shows. People getting their necks broken with force, force chokes. Uh, you see yeah. a lot of that in the animation. So outside of the specific kind of violence that you see in the movies, and less of it, there's, there's a lot less of it, but outside of that specific kind of violence, I mean, that's... The kind of violence they show is what I, I've noticed. Well, yes and no, in my opinion, because, yeah, they are showing that. And, you know, you do see, like, the person getting choked out by Vader and all of that. But <clears throat> there's one episode where literally an entire planet is slaughtered. And by, it's uh, not Darth even, Maul? like, by Darth Maul. No, uh, by General Grievous and a couple of other folks and things like that. We'll get to Darth Maul in a second because him coming back, that was just, wow, that was nightmare fuel. But, <laughs> like, they, they slaughtered an entire planet. There was uh, a scene, like, well, let's bring up Darth Maul now. Uh, there was a scene where he kidnaps a bunch of the younglings, as it's called, as they're mm -hmm. called. And I think I uh, told you the episode that it was in, I forget which one it is. But he literally decapitates five children. And you see their bodies fall to the ground. Which is hardcore. Which and, is uh, hardcore. I mean, even uh, even in uh, Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin did his decapitation right at the top there, you didn't see his body until like it panned out and you just like saw his legs or something. But literally, you see the lightsaber come on, you see him turn around and slash, and then you just see a bunch of legs just fall to the ground. And I'm like, he just beheaded five children. And this was on at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I think it came on later in the evening. I think like seven p.m. And Actually, I was like, so that's a good that's a good uh, <clears throat> call. Like before it went to Disney Plus, what was the channel slash uh, airtime for the uh, the Clone Wars? Where was it showing? From, from my understanding, it was on Cartoon Network. Huh. Like not in the uh, Adult Swim slot. No, like no, 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 like seven p.m. That's after Toonami and before Adult Swim, I guess. <laughs> no, that was way before Toonami. I think Toonami came on at like 10. This was I like, thought oh, Toonami just... was uh, both afternoon and evening, so they played Toonami from like 3 to 5 ah, and then again from... Gotcha. I was never much on Toonami. I know I'm, I'm a bad person. Uh, <laughs> the robot in the spaceship messed with me. I didn't like it. Anyway, yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with... You know, violence. I'm not one of those. Oh, these the children are you know exposed to this violence, and it's oh fuck your kids. But I'm fine with it. I'm, I was just taken back. One that this was done, that they got away with it, and two that Disney Plus is just like, yeah, it's fine, it's all good, no worries at all. Well, they're um, they're trying to appeal to the core audience, which you would think is kids, but the core audience is is not it's not children. It's, oh, true. <laughs> And and so that's who they're trying to appeal to. They're trying to trying to appeal to probably not the OG Star Wars fans at this point. They're trying to appeal to the kids that grew up with those uh, prequel movies, which yeah, which had some scenes of violence that were not 
Like, it's interesting because George Lucas made those to appeal to his young children, at least at the uh, the Phantom Menace stage of it. But uh, the the kinds of violence shown in those the flashes of violence shown in those movies was way more hardcore than um than anything in the uh, original trilogy. Oh, that's true. That's like, true. I'll give you that. But I, I think it was just in the way it's portrayed. Like, yeah, you know, Anakin kills all of the younglings in uh, in the Jedi training room. He just you see the young kids with the little cuts bit of fear off in Dooku's head. Yeah, it cuts off Dooku's head. And but then what's his face? Uh, Mace Windu cuts off Jango Fett's head. True, true. But they were grown. Yeah, no, no, no. no the that is it. That is a difference for that specific circumstance. Yeah, yeah. Showing the uh, the death of the younglings. And, and no doubt, there's more violence in the, uh, oh, the yeah. Clone Wars show. But I think that they're yeah they're they're catering to a a different audience now than you would imagine like like even oh, yeah. if you think about who the audience was for the original clone wars animation which i thought was awesome back when they mm-hmm. made, made mace window with superhero randomly like they made yeah. force powers like uh being a kryptonian uh that was awesome <laughs> i but, think that uh, they, was in they, samuel they were... jackson's contract though i don't think that was their initial <laughs> intention but uh you know that was made for specifically for a younger audience and when the clone war started it was probably also, like the new Clone Wars was probably also made for kind of a younger audience. Uh, and as time went by and they looked at their metrics and they looked who was really watching and attaching, they were probably getting uh, a lot of that 1990s image comics range. The, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll give you that. The, the uh, moody <clears throat> teens. And also... I'll give you that. You have to consider the, the, uh, the idea that uh, Star Wars is, especially the Clone Wars specifically, it's about an ongoing war. So there's probably, which is probably something that they thought about when they made that. There, there's probably going to be some, some hardcore violence shown because of the ongoing oh, war. I get that. I'm just amazed uh, that they were able, and I'm not opposed to it. I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm enjoying the series. Can't wait to start up Rebels actually, because it really beats Supernatural, which we were talking about before the show. But. <laughs> Jesus, that that show. Anyway, hey, I'm, I'm uh, with you, brother. <laughs> just like, oh, CW, you must be tired because you're trying so hard. It's what they um, do. It is what they do. It is but what I they just, do. I was just shocked at the fact that they were able to get away with it. You know, that they didn't have more. I mean, I can remember when Ren and Stimpy first came out, and people were all over that, and there was, it was. Tom and Jerry esque cartoon violence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Red and Stimpy was was disturbing, <clears throat> and so it didn't even have to be directly disturbing. Just just the ideas that it sometimes presented were disturbing to people. Uh, we're used to that now. Actually, you know well, what? We're 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 both used to the idea of of animation being subversive, and also we're probably a little bit more prudish because we know what people will do if if the uh, reins are taken away. So even the subversive stuff is probably a little bit more subtle in how it presents what it's presenting. You know, John Crick Falusi is has proven to be kind of a creep mm-hmm. <laughs> and that shows mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. uh in in his his output. Oh agreed. I I still Let think me... it's brilliant, but um yeah. I don't know that <clears throat> oh, yeah. that uh, uh, you're it absolutely be right on that gotten away with today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. But uh, but even further than that, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah, Beavis and uh, Butthead was out there. But Beavis and Butthead was was uh, like an evening animation, wasn't it? 
it wasn't evening animation, but I can still recall all of the par- uh, parent groups just going to town, and they were like, this is disturbing in our children, and blah, 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 blah. But, and use other examples like, uh, look, cow and chicken. Or the red like butts that, everywhere. That had like these weird, messed up images, and they were pulled to task on it, and like blah 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 blah, and how dare they, and what have you, because they were disturbed. Parents were disturbed by it. The kids were loving it. It showed by the ratings, but apparently the parents aren't disturbed by a bunch of people just being slaughtered. Well, you know, isn't you know? that the American way? Yeah, that, that true. We, we let true. kids I mean, see violence, and we don't. Uh, we we don't care about that as much as <clears throat> sex or even ideas. Well, that's or, just it. It's not it's not that we don't care about violence because I remember for a time they pulled a lot of the Tom and Jerry cartoons because oh the violence in these shows. It's like it was literally a cartoon mouse and a cartoon cat who were walking upright. One of them periodically broke out into song and played guitars. Crembo. That was too much, but literally watching someone who is a cartoon human getting shot or their head chopped off, that's fine. Yeah, I was actually showing my nephew, because I, I bought the um, Tom and Jerry collection on, on digital, and I was showing my nephew some of it the other day, and I was like, man, this is this is probably something they should not be seeing. Like, yeah. uh, it, had, it had exquisite violence that was very funny in my uh, tougher... Little nephew was laughing his ass off. Uh, yeah. And it also had, like, like one of the episodes had an offensive uh, racial caricature in it. Just just one? Just one of the well, episodes? Well, the whole episode, the whole, the, the whole one episode was <laughs> offensive racial caricature. There, were, I don't think uh, there are any Mammy Two-Shoes episodes in the collection, in that particular collection. Ah, uh, gotcha. And I don't know that I would have minded so much, because without the context of the era, I don't, I don't really see Mammy Two-Shoes as uh, terrible. Like, if she were interacting with other people, then it might be a a more offensive caricature. But the Mammy Two-Shoes episodes, it's just Mammy Two-Shoes and Tom, you know, talking. So, Didn't they they, uh, redraw a lot of those? Well, they revoiced her. Huh? They revoiced her. Yeah, that's what I thought. They revoiced her, and I thought they actually even drew over some of the cells. So they, they no may longer... have, but I do yeah. specifically remember they re- they revoiced her, and I I thought that was I don't know I, I don't I don't like that kind of thing. Like I do yeah. see how important it can be, but you know the, well, I... the the original art is what it is. Let it stand in its own context. So instead of redrawing that, you still yeah. have that as itself, and that 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 doesn't get shown in a children's block, but it still exists for stuff like I can buy uh, streaming episodes of Tom and Jerry and it has the original Mammy style Mammy two shoes. But Tondi, what if if you just erase the history, then you don't have to explain it to anybody. Oh yeah, you, you need to remember your history. Yeah. You need it's it's yeah. important to remember your history. Oh, but uh, let me let me just make a thing because I can already hear somebody probably getting upset. Uh the statues needed to go, and there's oh, still well, a couple that's, more that's, out there. That's not, nobody's going to forget that history. That's that's yeah. about celebration. It's about celebrating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's about celebrating treason. It is yeah, yeah. The, the most yeah. offensive thing that I, almost that I can imagine that that you mm. want to celebrate a history that is that is basically steeped in the uh, oppression and uh, and segregation of a peoples, the belittlement of a peoples, and and you think that it's okay because your grandfather's or whatever it's part of your family 
heritage, you, you should let that part go. Like if I, if I was coming from a cult or like my family had a history of, of molestation or whatever, you know, yeah. it's not upon me. I shouldn't be celebrating that because it's part of my history. You should yeah. try to break that cycle. Like you're well, not going yeah. to forget the damage is done. The trauma's there. You're not, nobody's well, going to forget that that was a thing. So yeah, uh, yeah that is well, a whole, like, yeah. Well, it's definitely. like Matt used to say all the time. Uh, you know, you don't go over to Germany and see statues of like Hitler and Goebbels. <laughs> and Himmler, yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't see that. <laughs> and you way know, down at the end of know. the avenue, Bjorn Borg. Yeah. And for anybody who's not from Richmond, we have a statue of uh, Arthur Ashe on our Monument Avenue, who was a black tennis player, along with all the Confederate heroes that used to be there. So Bjorn Borg was a tennis player from Germany uh, back in the day. So that Boris is how I have... Becker and all that other craziness. Yes. Ruin that joke, yeah. Was it Boris yeah. Becker or Bjorn Borg I, in the joke? I, dude, it was t almost 20 years ago, and <laughs> I had a Coke problem for a while, so I don't know. I, I feel you. I, I drank a lot myself. <laughs> so, I was bourbonated uh, but, a lot of that time. Yeah. I didn't I didn't jump into a fan like uh, Brian did, but uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, there are so many stories between the two of us, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of lot of history there, a lot yeah. of uh, fun abuse, not just from <laughs> us, but just from everybody, everybody around. Yeah. Well, speaking of fun abuse, uh, the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, they were just. Uh, I'm just. I'm shocked because I mean, even though a Clone Wars and Rebels are a little bit older now. So uh, I don't know when the first uh, Clone Wars came out. Uh, well, not the first Clone Wars, then. 2008? Mm -hmm. well, that's over a decade now, for crying out loud. Jesus, man. Yeah, there was a big gap between oh. Season 6 and season, season 7. The fact that they were just able to, uh, to get away with it in the time period that they did, and not just the violence, just there are several like episodes that are just scary, scary. Like super scary, and not like R.L. Stein goosebumps in the afternoon scary, but well, like spoiler alert. Uh, well, it's over a decade old now. If you haven't seen it, you know, get on, get on yourself. I, I'm doing it myself <laughs> right now. Uh, <clears throat> when Darth Maul comes back, mm -hmm. his brother goes in these catacombs of this planet and he's Savage searching for something. Yes, uh, and you see this giant spider just following him. And it turns out to be Darth Maul. The top half of him is still there. His horns have grown out longer, and the lower half of him is just a mechanical spider. Apparently, the people at Lucasfilms really enjoyed Wild Wild West, and they wanted to incorporate. <laughs> but it's scary as hell. I mean, I was like, oh, damn, what is that? And, you know, uh, it, it amazes me that Star Wars was able to get away with stuff that I don't think other animated shows are even to this day able to get away, you know? Well, it is Star Wars. <laughs> like, you know, I'm sure that, True. well, maybe not. I was going to say, I'm sure that the MCU could do something like that. And they probably could, except their brand is, really does skew towards a, a larger general audience at this point. So, like, yeah. their, their animated brand skews towards kids. So, I mm -hmm. could see Disney Plus actually dropping some, like, What If. I'm sure that What If could possibly skew a little bit older. I mean, oh, they, they got what if like... zombies coming out, so that's gonna be oh, that's gonna be something. Can, can I tell you, I am extraordinarily excited about uh, what if. I think it's gonna be really good. I am too. I I like the animation style. I like uh, what I've seen so far of it. 
I'm excited about the stories that are coming out. It's going to be something amazing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And Jeffrey Wright is the watcher. Uh, uh, mwah, chef's oh, kiss. Right. Right. I, I, one of the things I'm just really excited about, I just, I, I want to see all the message boards on social media just light up when they do Peggy Carter becoming Captain America. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just, I love I it. Wanna, I want to see every neckbeard's head implode because I think it's going to be beautiful. How dare they? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. No, um, what what's, story, what's, the act, what's, what's Peggy Carter's actress's name? Haley Atwell. Uh, yeah, there Haley it is. Haley Atwell is awesome. She really yes. did something with that role. Even because she didn't really have a lot in that role until they did the uh, the short, they did the animated short of Peggy Carter after the war that presents yeah. like a like a pilot for the TV series, mm -hmm. and she which was I great. loved. Yeah, I, I did love it. I loved it too. It was awesome. But yeah, yeah. Haley Atwell's great, and uh, I would love to see her do more stuff in that vein. I know that they're probably done with Peggy Carter specifically, but yeah, yeah Haley Atwell is great. Well, you know, if if things keep going and if Marvel is running out of ideas, I'm sure they'll bring some of the old characters back, like Cap and Iron Man. And I mean, if Chris Evans keeps showing his balls on, you know, Zoom <laughs> channels, they'll have no other option. I'm sure that they're beautiful, glistening balls, but I I did not look for that. I remember when it came out, but I was like, I don't I don't need to see that. I don't. Need to see I didn't that. look for it either. I just heard about it. But you know, I'm just saying. Though that that that's America's ass, and apparently those are America's balls. And it is <laughs> I went too all, far. All gravy. So I haven't seen any of it. So what? What about the violence as presented in uh, Rebels? Is Rebels the same flavor as the Clone Wars, or it's on the same flavor? Maybe even a little bit more intense and a little bit more gritty. And I get it because it's the Rebels. They're now you know the low key. That's one of the things I actually loved about Rogue One. We got to see the the gritty rebellion, you know, uh -huh. not the oh look, she's our figurehead and she's all in white and she's, and she's a princess. And yeah. Yes, and everything is clean and wonderful. And look at their uniforms; they've just been pressed. But part of the rebellion, <laughs> you know, it, this is more of a hey, we're out of ammo. We don't have any food. We might die of starvation, but we have to keep fighting, type of thing. See, I find that angle actually very intriguing because, once again, it's yeah. a war. So that when you start looking more deeply into the nature of war and all the aspects that can be presented there, then, yeah, you you really have something. Like the, um, the Star Wars fans' idea of recycling the same character tropes and the same situations over and over again is super unappealing to me. Yeah. Well, there's only so much you can do. I think I talked about this the last time uh, I was on. Uh, Star Wars is getting a bad rap from a lot, some of the old school fans, uh, like blah, 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 whatever. Uh, they're not – these films, if you watch them and you enjoy them, if the, the cartoons, if you watch them and enjoy them, great. But guess what? They're not meant for you. Disney has your money, okay? They have all of your money. They need to get money from new people now. Yeah. So they have to do something different. They have to give you new characters. And I get that that's what they're doing. But uh, And I hate to say this because I know Disney is big and evil and all that other stuff. But I really like the fact that they are treating the properties the way they're treating them. They're giving us great stories. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Disney's machine is, is a well-oiled machine. It's well-skilled. Uh, and yeah. their, their properties are well-crafted. Mm -hmm. Like, I enjoy what they do. They make a good product. So you yeah. can say whatever you want about uh, Disney being McDonald's, but 
in this case, for me, McDonald's represents consistency. And it, it might not be uh, marbled Kobe beef, but it's something that tastes good every time I have it. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I keep seeing the same thing on TikTok. Uh, for me, Disney is, and I'm going to paraphrase uh, ongoing TikTok, and I'll probably get in trouble for it, but uh, <laughs> what I'm saying, it's fine. You know, everyone makes, I mean, Disney is just like the really slutty girl. Everybody wants to make fun of them, but at four o'clock in the morning, you really are, you're really glad you have it. Uh, so it's you, just continuing with that idea, do you think that Disney as the slutty girl? It gives you girl, what you want. It gives you what you need. You enjoy yourself. You're having a lot of fun. You can say whatever the hell you want to say, but you left with a smile on your face. Yes, you did, and Disney left with all your money, so it's exactly. almost a fair trade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, continuing with that idea, so in the Star Wars animations, these uh, yes. these properties. Also, I just saw the Bad Batch episode really recently, where they had like uh, basically Space Rambo in there. Uh, and now yeah. they're doing a Bad Batch. Was it, is it a show or? There, uh, from my understanding, it's going to be a series, much like Clone Wars and Rebels. Huh. That that should be interesting. But yeah, uh, my question is: Do you think that the levels of entertainment? So, do you think that as Disney makes more of these Star Wars properties, that they would say release a rated R Star Wars property, something actually more geared towards being more specifically violent? Uh, maybe even a little bit sexual, although that's probably that's almost not part of the entertainment language for big movies these days. But uh, yeah, just something well, that is that is more grounded in in the um, the more salacious qualities of entertainment. I think if they do, it won't be a huge budgeted film because they're not going to take that much of a risk on it. But if you would have asked me that question five years ago, I would have said, no, they're never going to do that. But then Deadpool happened, then the Joker. By the way, if they make it anything like the Joker, I will burn Disney to the ground. <laughs> the whole portrayal of mental illness, as you know, that's been a subject that's a little close to home for me, that, uh -huh. how they dealt with it. And that was just uh, uh, appalling. Anyway, if we keep talking about the Joker, I'm just going to become... Yeah. <laughs> would, would you like to see something like that, where the idea is... Um... Oh. A character who is way outside of the box be the focus of a Star Wars movie. You know, oh, something like that, that. But set in the Star Wars universe. I would love that. I would love for them to do Knights of the Old Republic or something like that. I think that can lend itself. But I also think they're already starting to talk about properties doing that. There's the whole rumor that Quentin Tarantino will be making an R-rated Star Trek film. I keep hearing things that whispers about that every now and then. I don't know where that sits, though. Like, is that actually a well, work in progress? He, he says he has a script for it, so, I mean, who knows? Uh, no, my, uh, I mean, my understanding is that the script exists, but, like, as far as, like, pre-production, anything like that, do you know if they've made any headway there? Oh, I have no idea about that. I just, I know if it is made that Samuel L. Jackson will be in there somewhere, and that'll be the first actor that has been both in Star Trek and Star Wars. So <laughs> That would be awesome. That would that be extremely would be awesome. awesome. Oh, but I would, I would love an R-rated Star Wars film. I think if ever there was a, a story or a universe that could easily bend its way into an R rating out of all of them, in my opinion, Star Wars, because like you said, it's a war, Yeah. you know? Uh, well, that's, I think that's why I liked Rogue One so much. One, because it was a, it was a great story. Uh, and it made a lot of sense for, from New Hope, like the whole, 
a lot of boffins died. You know, I go back and I watch New Hope now, and I remember Rogue One, and when she gets to that whole, a lot of a lot of boffins died to bring this to us. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they did. That's messed up. Oh well, the the many boffins actually refers to the second Death Star. I had an issue with that when the movie came out, and I had to do some research because I wasn't as steeped. Like I knew stuff, but I wasn't as steeped as other people, so I had to to look into that. And yeah, many boffins just uh, refers to the uh, the fu- the finding of the plans for the the second Death Star. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I would love I would love an R-rated Star Wars film. I don't think they're going to do one of a major budget um, because they don't want to take that much of a risk on it. Like you said, it has such a big, broad appeal. In you know, all I'd like honesty, to see, not knowing about any of of the the story or how you can really differentiate the timeline because it seems like the technology has been pretty similar for thousands and thousands of years in the Star Wars universe. But I would I would like to see the Old Republic or like a throwback uh, yeah. movie somewhere else in the timeline, something not involving the Skywalkers, which I know that they're they're past that saga. But I want to be past that whole part of the timeline. So either set it thousands of years in the future or thousands of years in the past in the Star well, Wars universe. I would love to see uh, a Starkiller film. You know, the Vader's Apprentice, that whole thing. I would love to see that happen, and I think that would be a good R-rated property. Starkiller uh, yeah, was think... the uh, from the, uh, the the fourth video games? Was that? Yes. Yes. The one where Vader was like uh, Phoenix powerful? So the first arc of, or the first uh, act of that game is Darth Vader like walking through a stage and just destroying everything with his uh, his force powers. Well, yeah, because he's Darth Vader. Yeah, they never they never showed anything like that in the movies. As far as the properties in general, the only thing I can recall being shown outside of that game is is once again Sam Jackson being Superman in that one episode mm-hmm. of uh, the the two thousand three Clone Wars. Yeah. Well, and that's just it. I think in the extent, well, the extended universe is dead and gone. But I mean, the stuff that Lucasfilms has put out, like the video games and all of that, show the true power of somebody who has a mastery of the Force. Uh, like, uh, I loved it when Kylo Ren stopped the blaster, like mid-shot, and he Maybe just froze the laser. The air, yeah, that was yeah. good. Because I'm like that. That's how I've seen the Force in like other, you know, branches of of the Star Wars universe, and I'm, I'm glad that they started to show that. I mean, like, Yoda, for crying out loud, when he lifts the ship out of the water and all of that, and I don't think they've really, and I think it was because of technology, showed what a true Jedi Master is capable of doing. Yeah, I feel like it's it's two things. It's <clears throat> imagination and the, the fans. True. Like, uh, the, because the property, the Bible they're working from, is, are, are it's the original movies, the extent of what you can show from the Force or develop the Force into is pretty limited. So they just show psychokinesis and Force lightning and then the Force being used in very specific ways like the Force choke. But if you can do the Force choke, there's all all kinds of things that you can do to take out your enemies. Like, hypothetically, if you're a Force Master, what the hell do you need a lightsaber for? Because it's civilized. (laughs) What's more civilized than not touching anybody at all? You can you can uh, drink your well, you can drink your tea with your pinky out while you're crushing somebody's body into a little flesh ball. Well, not if you're going <laughs> up against another Jedi, because they can fight off your force. Yeah, but not every Jedi that you go against is going to be the level of force master you are. So if you Respect. go up against a Jedi Knight and you're a Yoda level Sith Lord or you know a Yoda level force master, you're still probably going to be able to crush that person into a little 
flesh ball if you so desire. I will take you back to Palpatine versus Yoda. Yeah, but Palpatine and Yoda were on the... Actually, Palpatine was more powerful than Yoda, as presented. You I shut think. your mouth. I mean, I don't make the rules. I just know what I saw. <laughs> yeah, what you saw is you you were living some history and whatnot. That was that wasn't no thing. No, 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 no. Well, no. Uh, well, back to the whole the 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 violence of it. That's just it. I mean, these are extremely violent things, and I'm looking back on it. I'm like, wow. If I really look at this, I'm amazed. That uh, well, I think the original Star Wars movie was PG. Because if that, I'm not that, mistaken. that was a rating that they had to use, yeah? That's what yeah. They you know what uh, movie inspired the PG-13 uh, rating? Uh, wasn't it Indiana Jones? It was the Temple of Doom. That's what I thought. Yeah, so George Lucas inspired that PG-13 rating, but it was going to, it was going to be a few years before that happened. Yeah, yeah. Because Star Wars has some some stuff that, like the original trilogy, has some stuff, just gory stuff like that Tauntaun being cut open or um, mm -hmm. the Gamoran mm -hmm. guard being eaten eaten by the uh, the beast uh, in uh, Jabba's pit, not the Sarlacc, but the other the other beast before that. Mm -hmm. Um, there there are moments of uh, ex exquisite violence. I'm not I'm not upset about the violence. Uh, no, 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 I understand that. I'm yeah. just saying that there's a um, precedent for the 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 violence of the cartoons. It's based on something. And yes, it is kind of surprising that that kind of violence exists in those properties except that they're not presented uh, in kid shows time. I guess they're not presented in any time slot now. I actually don't know what their TV rating is. I don't know uh, do do those shows get presented with ratings when they come on? You know what? I I did not notice before, but I was not really looking. But I know Disney Plus has like a that whole strict no TVMA or something. Let's uh I think the highest they go is PG thirteen. Yes, I, I let's look really quickly. I, I'm opening the Disney Plus app and so while I do this need a little little patter, little pitter patter oh. of little feet. Oh, of course, of course. Pitter-patter, let's get at her. <laughs> Speaking of another show, that's what you need to watch. Uh, TG, TV PG. Uh, TV PG, gotcha. Yep. All so, right. so they consider the, the kind of violence that they're showing uh, to be a PG uh, level of violence, which does make sense. It's not super bloody or anything. You just you see people get shot through, some limb removal, some decapitation, necks broken. Although, <laughs> you could definitely make a, a neck snap more than uh, PG-13, but as presented, they don't actually show the snap. They just play the sound. They yeah. show the person going... Oh, oh that's then... just it. They they show the next snappings in, uh, in uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. I huh. mean, you literally see the heads turn, the whole crunch, the whole nine. Because in, in what like I was Steven looking Seagal at, they didn't, they didn't really show the, um, the clips I saw. They didn't show the snap. They just played the sound effect and then show the person's body drop. There was a couple that I saw. They do they do the, like maybe two or three of them. Hmm. I'll have to look it's... out for that as I uh, as I try to pick some of these up because I, I will probably not watch the whole thing, but I'll probably finish out the Clone Wars while I have access to oh. Disney Plus. I'm I'm a little bit curious and and watching the um the Bad Batch got me interested. Is there anything else that you would like to say uh, concerning the violence in 
the Star Wars, uh, current modern Star Wars animated series versus the, the violence in the Star Wars cinematic universe? Uh, I'm just amazed that because to me it seems like the age demographic has changed. That, when, granted, when I was a little kid, I was watching that and I was that age. But now I understand that they're doing a much broader. They're trying to incorporate the old fans and the new fans and all of that. I think the violence has increased a bit in the animated world. And I don't know why. In the animated world, I feel like it it's different. Because the live-action stuff, it was live-action, it was people. For some strange reason, I'm having a hard time disassociating this is animated. And I know that doesn't make any sense but to anybody but me, but... Yeah. It's it's just it's it was weird it's weird to me watching the shows now because I didn't watch them when they came out but I'm watching them now because you know COVID uh, and I'm just like wow they this was on I'm just amazed that it was on when it was on and the fact that it was on Cartoon Network not Adult Swim or anything of that nature but actually on Cartoon Network yeah, that considered a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, that's it's that's a gift special. to all the restaurant guys out there who are available in the hours that the show was on to watch. Uh, True enough. True enough. Big big fist up to the industry. Yep. Well, Straight well, up. By the way, uh, if I could do a quick plug on that, uh, go Google search restaurant helpers. A lot of people have lost their jobs. I've been forty restaurants in our area that closed and people without jobs. So if you can give something, give it to those organizations because those people need it. Definitely. Uh, we live in a restaurant city, so it is, it's crucial uh, that the people get the help they need because our, our government is is pretty shitty in just general. Yeah. It's, not, it's not any one person's fault either. I don't put the blame on anybody. It's our oh, no. system. Our system exactly. is fucked up. Um, Agreed. And with that pleasant note, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> for coming on the show. Is there anything that you'd like to plug for yourself? Uh, yeah. Uh, check out Geek Mania on YouTube, which is my YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, now on TikTok. Yeah. And now I'm on uh, TikTok uh, as well because it's COVID and I want my entertainment in 15 to 20 second intervals. <laughs> so check. Oh, what's, uh, I don't know how you find people on TikTok. What's your TikTok channel? Uh, Ray Bullock 2. Ray Bullock 2. So check out Ray Bullock 2 on TikTok. Check out Geek Mania. Just Ray chilling, talking about various aspects of uh, geek culture and having a good time with it. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Well, so, thank you, uh, sir. Yeah, of course, of course. So until next time, and we will definitely have you back on the show. Let Everybody out there in podcast land, you can catch me on Twitter at JankyOldBrokeHoboSpiderMan at JonathanBlade. And, uh, you know, the podcast. My handle is Jonathan Blade. Check out some other episodes. Come back for the next episode. And thanks for listening.